Here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Jim and Laura. I uh, ran into our key lime pie maker at Rock and Robbins you last did. night. Yes. Ali came up and uh, he asked if I got a piece. I said I did. In fact, when the email went out, Marsha said, make sure Tim gets a piece because mm-hmm. Ollie was listening to the show. So then uh, he said, now, when is Laura coming again? Oh, good, good. I, I said, I'm, very, well, I'm very pleased. Yeah. I said, well, she'll be here for the last Rocket Robin. So she'll be on the show with me in studio July 31st and August 1st and, and the 2nd, too, right? Mm-hmm. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. He said, yep. what kind of dessert should I make and bring for her? I'm like, well, I don't know. Probably more key, key lime pie. pie. Yeah, I would like to request. I mean, I'm not going to say no to really any dessert. Yeah. Let's put that out there. The only thing I don't love is like a banana oh. cream pie oh. or t- torte or what you, It's the mushiness of the bananas <laughs> that are sliced on top and yeah. the, the pudding is mushy with the bananas. <laughs> nah, I don't like that. Mushy. I mean... You make whatever you would like to make for everyone. However, if I could don't. special request, no banana okay. cream pie. Mr. Ali, don't make banana cream pie. By the way, he pointed out that his key lime pie was a grandmother's recipe. Oh. I said, well, that's really, nice. really good. And especially I commented on his crust. He did not go and buy a graham cracker crust mm-hmm. in a pan from the grocery store. He made it from scratch and made it way thicker Super than you thick. oh and it was yeah. so buttery and chewy ollie so we'll be hearing from him before oh, your visit good. i believe i got my love of pecan pie I, I, you're right i don't even remember how i normally say it now Pe- when you overanalyze yeah i just, want a piece of pecan pecan I, think. I say it like it's a p and then like a little apostrophe apostrophe and then pecan. like pecan well, I haven't heard anybody think uh, uh, pecan. Sherry says pecan. And who else? Oh, Tammy says pecan. And so does Dan. Oh, with more of an accent on con. Pecan. Pecan. Yeah, that's how I go yeah. for it. He says uh, ice cream on it. That's what we're asking. What would you put on that piece of pie, if anything? I guess ice cream or whipped cream would be typical. Dan says to mask the rest of the pie. See, I almost think normally when you add the whipped cream or the ice cream, you're doing it because you're jazzing it up. But I kind of see what Dan is saying. To almost tone down the sweetness, mm. you need a little something else because pecan pie is so, yeah, it's, very... it's rich. Oh, like, it's so rich. Really rich. That's what I love about it. Pam would put nothing on it, likes it just the way it is. Uh, my wife said she likes to mix it up. Now, I don't know if she means on how she pronounces it or for I think she means toppings. Yeah. Sometime an ice cream, sometime a whipped cream. I'm an all whipped cream on pecan. Tammy said pecan pumpkin is the best. A combo. I don't know if I've had that. I have had that where it's like, mm. I wonder if her version was more of the crust having some pecans mixed in mm. or a thin layer on the top of the regular layer middle of I've had it both ways, and it's really, really good. Mm-hmm. I would prefer that to a traditional super rich mm. pecan, like with the jelly-like caro, you, 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 caro syrup. syrup. Yeah, so yeah. totally. It's, oh. it's just like liquefied Ooh. sugar. My mom always says, I picked up a, a Marie Callender. They were on sale for $8. You can't buy all the fixings and make it yourself for $8, and they're pretty darn good, so I might Probably, need to get yeah, one of those. Yeah, she's right. Now, here's where I, you know, I don't like to get into uh, spitting matches with listeners, but Sherry, 
She got a little. Uh, she got a little judgy. Says I don't understand why people need ice cream or whipped cream on pie or cake. If you need to doctor it up, you must not like it. Oh. Sherry, I like hot dogs, but I like them even better when I put ketchup on it or mustard or both. Sherry uh, would be appalled then if she saw the <laughs> amounts of whipped cream that I pile onto a pie because <laughs> yeah. it is like you can't really see the pie any longer, and I love it. And I am a clean plater. There is nothing left of crust or pie or whipped cream when yeah. I'm done. What are some other examples? I, I, I think food. I like steak, but I add a little bit of A1 for a little flavor, or I'll put some mushrooms and onions on it to make it even better. That's what it's about here. It's not covering up the bad taste. It's enhancing it. Try some today. Tim and Laura on the Q102 Morning Show. Last night, we did manage to uh, get have a couple of beers at uh, Rockin' Robin's, and I also had uh, uh, some food. The uh, Hagelin Catering Tent was there, and I had like a, this probably doesn't appeal to you, a, a pulled turkey sandwich, but they had a big vat of melty. It wasn't really like the, the creamy queso, but more of a like a nacho, like a nacho cheese, cheese melty okay. that you might put on chips. So I put all of that on there, plus a little barbecue sauce, and then a potato salad, which is as close to homemade looking and tasting as I've seen from a commercial yeah. maker. So, I'm glad that you sampled some of that because yeah. Hegland Catering, that's what you said, yeah. right? All right, so Mary Ellen sent me a little menu. Not really little. This is a big menu huh? for when I come there at the end of the month to do a catered lunch for the building. Oh. And so I'm looking at some of this and I'm like, oh, I love a pasta salad. Problem is, there's are. like a hundred to choose from. Oh. And I'm thinking, I want to try all of them. So we need to narrow this down. Tortellini pasta salad. There's a summer pasta salad. Vegetable pasta salad. Peppercorn pasta mm. salad. And that's just like the first couple. Have you had any of these? I uh, mm. probably at some point or another. I Yum. can't say because we've had them cater here before. So I see what's happening here. The prodigal daughter comes to visit. Uh, right. Uh, right. And, Listen, and then we're going to throw it. a catered meal. I can't help it if I'm the favorite employee. I mean, it just happens. Yeah. I didn't ask for this crown, okay? Mm-hmm. It was just bestowed on me. <laughs> I mean, if we have to bribe staff to want to come and meet you uh, That's true. Food, That's true. That's really what it is. <laughs> Tim Burns and Laura McKenna, the Q102 Morning Show. In Hollywood, some weird things going on, especially mm. on OnlyFans. Now, I don't have an OnlyFans. I don't subscribe to anyone's OnlyFans, I mean, but I would think if that you if you were going to have one, you would want to to see some things that you couldn't see in everyday life. Because why else would you pay for that, right? Well, some do OnlyFans. I've heard, and they'll do like singing lessons or just read to oh. people. But well, I yeah, didn't I know. think. I th- I thought OnlyFans was something well, else. Well, yeah, I think the majority, yeah, I, I think you know what I'm saying. Well, Carmen Electra says that she gets a ton of requests for just her feet on OnlyFans. Yeah. Well. I mean, I was thinking, what if I was going to have an OnlyFans, what would I show people that probably just like baked goods like look at these look at these buns look at this crust Laura's, now, but you said you don't like the pie crust Laura's laying I, on a oh. fake sort of furry rug surrounded by uh, yeah, cupcakes like, look at these and... breadsticks mm, <laughs> breadsticks mm, 
<laughs> buttery oh. garlic glaze. Yeah, no. you want some more? It's going to cost you. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of doing an OnlyFans, uh, you know, just for senior citizens. Uh, yeah. Hey, d- listen, apparently people now, will pay for anything, so don't sell yourself short. You, you've, you know AARP, you start getting that mailing at 50, but yeah. um, my OnlyFans would be XXRP, so it's oh. adult material for retired persons. Yeah, I mean, hey, <laughs> do it. There's got to be an audience for that. Do it. You're waking up with Tim and Laura on the Q102 Morning Show. I think it was just yesterday I, I spoke of the photo of Taylor Swift and a bunch of her friends at her 4th of July party. And they're all hanging out in their little swimsuits. What would it be like to be a friend of such a wealthy person? Well, uh, Fortune magazine did a big story on the trend where people are dumping their wealthier friends because they're too expensive to hang out with. (laughs) Well, I mean, there's something to be said about that. You got any any of those? Or maybe you're the wealthy Uh, friend that people are dumping. Yeah, Yeah. I'm just living large over here. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, well, you know how large I'm living. We had, well, we might have some friends drop by, and I'm like, well, what are we going to feed these people? And so I just rummage through the fridge, and I'm like, how about some veggies? And yeah. I have two slices of provolone cheese. We'll cut that in and make a little charcuterie yeah. for it. Meanwhile, they're saying we need more wealthy friends than, uh, yeah. than Laura. <laughs> no, a bunch of millennials and Gen Zers were polled, and over a third said they have at least one friend who makes them spend more than they can afford. of those say they've had to use credit cards and go into debt just to try to keep up. Restaurant meals, drinks at bars, vacations, elaborate celebrations, clothes. See, I I feel like you're... That's not on your rich friend. That's on you. If you can't afford that, just say, well, I'll just order a appetizer. Mm. Right? I, I mean, nobody makes you spend money. Right? Now, I, I had a situation. I think you, I told you once I was at a bachelor party in Boston, and there were like a bunch of dudes I didn't know for a guy who I worked with. And I was kind of taking it easy because it was a pretty nice place. You know, I had a drink, and I yeah, didn't no order. Yeah, no one which you can afford and, yeah. and s- into it. Didn't order the the biggest T-bone or whatever. And then at the end of the night, okay, everybody, we're, we're all pooling together to pay for the night. Like, well, if I'd have known oh. that, I would have <laughs> ordered the steak for one thing, but also... It came to like $120 a head. And, and I, you were there with a one beer and an appetizer. Yeah, and a $10 bill in my pocket, I might add. <laughs> no. So I had to borrow from a friend. Now, mind you, $120, this was, pff, what, 1987? That, that was a lot of money, though, if yeah. you weren't. By today's for money. For sure planning on it. <laughs> it's probably 250 by today's money. Like, what? But that wasn't really by choice. I have to wonder, though, is there a line where you cross between keeping up with the wealthy friend and ha- having the wealthy friend pay for all of these lovely, lavish things? You know well, I would I think if you were good friends, your friend would also know that what they're doing is something that you can't afford. Mm. So then they would just tip in mm-hmm. and cover that, right? If they if they want you to come on their excursions and whatever, knowing, well, not everybody can afford this, wouldn't they just pay for it then? I would hope. Harry Styles says, Laura, I want to fly to Paris. We're going to go and check out a, a cool restaurant there. I'll fly us. I'll buy. Then, okay. Yeah, yeah. I might not be too busy. You never know. Just don't talk so much on the plane. <laughs> Q102. 
Tim Burns and Laura McKenna, the Q102 Morning Show. I'm a genie in a bottle, baby. Come, come, come on and let me out. Christina Aguilera on the Q102 Morning Show. You probably know that anytime I hear Christina, it holds a warm place in my heart because Christina's kind of responsible for uh, my wife and I, well, our planet's crisscrossing at least they'd still make another six seven passes around the sun until the planets collided but it was a christina aguilera concert that is really sweet i know and it was because her daughter won a contest to see christina and meet her on this very show now i know you and alex who just got married in march Met, mm-hmm. what is it now, 21, 22 years ago in college? Uh, in 2001. The, 22 years. The, yeah, the summer of 2001 when we were just checking in as college freshmen and met on that very first day. See, that's the yeah. part I didn't remember. I knew it was college. Mm-hmm. So you're checking mm-hmm. in, you're moving in boxes and uh, lava lamps. and. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, there was a uh, lava lamp. There was. <laughs> I didn't have a pink one, though. It was purple. It was a white base with purple. Uh, I don't know where it ended up. Yes. I'm sure it's in an attic somewhere. No, it, we weren't moving in boxes, but we met at that d- check-in day. There was a little activities fair where yes, you could sign up for yes. all the different clubs and the this and the that. And mm-hmm. he was behind me in line. And I like, turned around, handed him the pen, and there it is. And then there was singing choirs. No, not at that time. Oh. We would have saved a lot of nonsense in between. No, we were just <laughs> friends for many, many years and then decided, Aww. oh, wait, what are we doing here? See, what brought you together in that line at that moment? Right, it had right. To... at Denison University. Who knew? Right. Who knew? And then 22 years later, he's saying, mm-hmm. I don't practice that kind of law. Stop I know. Now he just yells me. at me. Stop asking me law <laughs> questions. However, he gave me one of his old, I guess they're called horn books. Horn. I don't know what that means, but anybody else that is in law will know the horn books. I found the contracts horn book to be very interesting. I'm on page 33. He's like, there's something wrong with you. Nobody likes reading the horn books. I'm like, well, I like this contracts book. Thank you very much. It's a big one, too. I just looked it up. Horn books. It's one word. Horn book. There are one volume legal treatises written primarily for law students on subjects typically covered by law school courses summarizing and explaining the law. So is it like a law for dummies? In the horn No, that's what I thought, because I said, well, these are nicely written so that even dumb people like me can understand. He's like, no, they're written for law students. You shouldn't understand them. I'm like, well, maybe I'm just so smart then. Mm-hmm. I watch a lot of court TV, and I have a lawyer husband, so I mean, I'm pretty much ready to take the bar exam right. after reading 33 pages of a horn book. Woulda, coulda, Duh. shoulda. You know, <laughs> the trajectory of your life. Uh, if Elle Woods can do it, how hard can it be? <laughs> The Q102 Morning Show Podcast. Join Tim and Laura weekdays from 6 to 9.